to not brush these experiences off, not feel guilty for not painting. This is the Bold Artist Podcast, where we talk about being brave and finding creative freedom. You want to get those beautiful things inside of your head out onto canvas? We're going to talk to real life artists and learn the skills and the courage it takes to do just that. I'm your host, Mary Janelle, a multi-form artist and creativity mentor, joined often by my co-host, Sharla Marskalk, painter of colorful portraits and founder of Bold School, an online space to learn bold color painting. Welcome, and let's get started with today's episode. Welcome to the Bold Artist Podcast. I am here with my co-host, Sharla Marskalk, and Charlotte's in a mood today because her headphones weren't working, <laughs> but I think now we've I cheered her up. Hurt. <laughs> we've cheered her up a little and we are ready to podcast. <laughs> it is around the time of year when we're airing this that it's spring break and it might not be spring break in your area, but it is in where the area where Charlotte and I live. And so we got thinking about time away from our art studio and what that means for us as artists because a lot of times and I know I can relate to this a lot of times artists feel guilty <laughs> when they're not in their studio painting and then other times we we really need that time away from our studio to gather inspiration and life experience to bring back in and put into our creativity. So Charlotte, would you share with us some of your initial thoughts about this taking breaks from our studio? Yeah, I think it kind of was on my mind because I was thinking um, just different things going on in life with family and other business and stuff like that. You know, I, I'm spending a lot of time thinking about other things right now and looking at other things. And I'm, as we all know, if you've been watching the podcast, I've been learning how to, I've been learning like how to handle firearms and I've been taking a hunting course. So all of these things are on my mind. And I'm thinking about, well, I'm not focusing on my art. I'm not in my studio. I haven't had like alone painting time in a really long time. I've been working and I've had, I've been creating classes for bowl school and whatnot, but I haven't been spending my own time in my studio practicing my own, my own art skills. And I was starting to feel kind of guilty about it. And then I'm like, well, spring break is coming. I want to take the kids camping. That's more time away from the studio. And then I was just kind of reminded, um, listening to another podcast about how these are the kinds of things that shape our our character they shape our experiences they shape our life and if you're not ever outside your studio you're not gaining new perspectives you're not working on relationships you're not um i don't know there's a million different things you could not be doing if you're not doing that what what are you really bringing into your studio what are you painting about what power mm -hmm. are what messages and power are you putting into your work how will it serve a purpose if all you're doing is just painting uh, a red rose for the sake of it so i i started looking at it differently like this time away was actually building up me building up my character creating more depth in the things that i understand and know i bringing i'm bringing new knowledge into my studio so how do you how do you put those things together how do you form all of that 
how does all of that inform our work and our studio time and why is it important what should we be doing should we all be doing hunting classes i don't know so anyways that was the thoughts that were going through my mind and that i've kind of been ruminating on lately and i thought it would make a really good discussion because i'm sure if i'm thinking about it a lot of other people are thinking about it and then i brought it up to mary janelle and she had so many great insights as she always does oh, so that's my well. long introduction I felt that my insights were a little all over the place, so to speak, because I I really feel that I am a better person when I have time away from my studio, better person in who I bring back into the studio because I absorb life around me, have experiences that generate creativity and and become the drive of what I produce in my studio. Mm -hmm. But I also have the side of me that I am a worker bee. I am someone who loves to be productive. And yeah. that productivity drive is definitely evident in my studio, in, in my yeah. art creation. And when I'm not doing that, I do feel guilty and I also feel obligated to my gift. Mm. And meaning that gift inside of me to create is so strong and passionate that I feel like, that's all I want to do. I could easily become very obsessive and fall into like the never ending rabbit hole of my studio where my family is yeah. like, hey, where is she? <laughs> and, and that's so exactly what I did in January. I never <laughs> came up out of my studio for air, not once. And yet I still feel guilty for going and doing something outside my studio. So it's that yes. idea of like need to execute, need to be productive. Mm -hmm. And so I have both sides. I have the side that the forest is calling me on a nature walk and I feel like I need to breathe ocean air and take trips and go visit people that inspire me and go look at other galleries. And I just, I feel like I want to absorb culture and experience. And then at the same time, the, the worker bee part of me that wants to constantly have my hands and mind busy creating is like, get in the studio, get in the studio. And so I have that little war going on and I have to really teach myself to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in the studio creating and something else feels to be calling me, and even my love for my family and spending just quality family time with them calls me calls my heart away from the studio. Yeah. Um, I have to teach myself when you're in the studio, be in that moment, soak it up, absorb it, put everything you have into those moments. When you're out of the studio for whatever reason, even if it's to deal with boring business stuff or who knows, well, you know, but every moment that I'm out of the studio, I try to still be the artist that I am, but rather in those moments, I'm just like gathering my resources and mm -hmm. emotional creative fuel to take back in the studio. And so it's a balance. Yeah. And it's a balance to like calm the war and the struggle inside me. I just have to say like, be in the moment. And so it's like, that's- It's the word like of being present, right? Like being mm. present in what you're experiencing right now. Because even right now I could be thinking about what I'm gonna be doing after we're done recording. And yes. my mind could drift into that, but what? But then I'm I'm wasting time here, and I'm not really productively considering mm -hmm. my task that I'm going to do next either. So mm -hmm. I'm ruining this moment and that moment by not being present here in this moment. So to exactly. focus and for this half hour, you know, just really focus and have this discussion 
it will it changes us and grows us to some degree and it's then it becomes something we can give out to other people so being being present and i think running business and and listening to other leadership people learning from other leaders Mm. is the one thing they really talk about Mm -hmm. is to be present because i think as as business owners we we tend to um like as an entrepreneur tend to work like 24 seven, you're thinking about your, your business 24 seven. And so you're never present with your family, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a common issue with most mm-hmm. people who are, are working or in business. Um, they always feel guilty when they're away from their company. And then when they're with their, when they're at work, they feel guilty for being away from their family. And then they never really present their best selves to either. Exactly. So being and present. It, it's present and intentional. And I yeah. found that, and you and I have talked many times on previous episodes about intentions and being mm-hmm. intentional. And it does come back down to that because I know that I have to be really intentional to say, this is a studio day. And you're really good for that too. You'll you'll text me and say, this time's blocked off for studio. And, and that is very intentional and important and so I notify my family I let them know I'll I'll you know text my daughter and say I'm not on my phone for the next three hours I'm in the studio and she knows what that means and yeah it's just like I have to be very intentional to block off the time for me mentally and emotionally to and be present without all the distractions and I think that's important too because you know, there might be this notion out there that artists just um, spontaneously create when we feel like. And that might happen once in a while. I can look at like, I can look at like maybe two pieces of work that just kind of popped out at me and surprised me. But every other work of art that I've ever made has been very intentional where it doesn't just pop out and surprise me I have to plan it and say this is the time I'm going to do it Mm -hmm. I need this and this and this to be in order before I do it and that doesn't sound as romantic (laughs) as artists just walking around and creating whenever it inspires them it's not that romantic it's it's work and I think that's Mm -hmm. why we call it an artist's work or our life work because it is an intentional job, an intentional work to create whatever it is that we're creating. Yeah, and I think it's a part of being um, um, a, a, a good artist, a good business owner, like a, mm-hmm. somebody who's productive and responsible, that's the word I'm looking for, a responsible artist is, is allowing yourself to be healthy and part of being healthy is allowing yourself to be away from your studio to be present in those Mm -hmm. other moments it's just the same as taking a break every hour getting up from your Mm -hmm. desk and walking out when you come Mm -hmm. back you're fresher and you work better so being able to leave your studio and not feel guilt over it or not just be thinking about your next artwork and what color you're going to use you're you're becoming a responsible artist you're growing Mm -hmm. as a human being and -hmm. you're getting life experience so that you can bring it back into your studio i think Mm -hmm. it's it's probably a struggle of everybody i think in in our life really Mm -hmm. how to how to figure that out what are the what are your um tips really like what are your i guess we could talk about like what are our the best ways that we combat that ourselves and um 
yeah, I think that's probably where I'm trying to go. Well, it's interesting because not only, you know, I I just mentioned how sometimes there's this, this notion that artists can just create, you know, spontaneously. Yeah. Um, and, and that isn't the case. We, we have to be very intentional, Mm -hmm. but being that artists are so passionate about creating like when I say passionate for me I like wake up thinking about creating like I wake up like my breath is like what am I gonna make today yeah (laughs) you know I am so like you know so oozing creativity that way but what's really interesting about it is it doesn't mean I always feel like it And that's what's uh, the sort of um, contradicting factor with me and and I know a lot of creatives is that though we 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 were built to create and we we love it, sometimes we just don't feel like it. We're like every other human being. We're like, I don't want to do my job today. Like, I don't want to create. (laughs) And so for one of the tips that I would have is that I I be very intentional of setting aside creative time. I have to be mentally prepared, emotionally prepared for that creative time. But a lot of times I still don't feel like it. So I will practice going into the studio and giving myself some basic like warm ups to just say, okay, Mary Janelle, if you do this, this, and this, and you still don't feel like it, then you're off the hook. (laughs) But generally, if I go through all the intentional steps I need to do to get in the studio and start creating and give myself those warm-ups, suddenly the inspiration starts to flow. And that comes through everything from setting the mood with music, making sure the phone is off, making sure the lights are right, you know, like just everything. And Mm -hmm. then you get in the mood and begin to flow. And that sounds, that sounds like a lot of work and it is. And yet it's so worth it. Because mm-hmm. when you begin to get in the flow and the that you're really creating from the depths of you and you see this magic begin to happen, it it's just so worth it. And those are the moments. Like there's every once in a while, and I'll relate it. I, I create in multiple ways. I'm a multi-form artist, but I'll relate it to painting for a moment. There's every once in a while on a canvas, I'll hit that brushstroke where I was like, that was the one I was living for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so good. suddenly it'll yeah. be behind me and I forget about it and I cover it up with something else. But like, I'll just have these moments where I'm like, I was alive for that brushstroke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it feels like such purpose. And, yeah. and so finding purpose, being in our purpose is actually intentional. And it's a lot of work goes into it. Mm-hmm. Of just saying, I want to live my life that purposefully, that I set myself up to succeed as an artist, to to be intentional with my time in my studio. Mm-hmm. So then how do you live with that same purpose when you're not in your studio? How do you, you have that? Because it doesn't feel very purposeful when you're cleaning the kitchen or even... Some it, it can even be that way when you're you're going away on a vacation, you're going camping with your kids or spring break and you're going to go visit family and you're sitting there thinking, OK, this is nice and all, but I could be painting. Yeah. So how do you find the purpose in those moments so that you can bring it back to the studio? Well, I definitely have tasks in my world that I do not care for. 
things like cleaning the kitchen's okay like I can actually enjoy some cleaning I find it a little bit therapeutic to tidy up and get things in order but I definitely don't like anything to do with the bookkeeping and the um, numbers that I you <laughs> yeah. know calculating and that's a whole no part of when you're when you're an entrepreneur there's that whole aspect and I dread those kind of tasks and I, I do dread sort of that mundane, get it, oh, I really don't like grocery shopping. <laughs> and so I have these, these tasks that don't feel enjoyable to me at all. But one of the ways I view them is that they enable me to have purpose. So they are the small things that set us up for fulfilling bigger purpose. Like we can't fulfill bigger purpose if we don't keep our bodies healthy and exercise, if we don't, you know, go to the superstore and stock up on groceries, if we have a terribly messy kitchen, we're going to be super disorganized and not be mm. in purpose. And so all of those mundane, regular jobs that don't feel like purpose are things we just have to do so that we can be in purpose. But what I also find is that those mundane tasks we don't like build our character. You talked in the beginning here about character. Mm -hmm. And they build our character by being faithful in the little things. So every day that I unload the dishwasher, so hoping that everyone else will do their jobs and load the dishwasher, it's building <laughs> it's building <laughs> me the character, um, just being faithful to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, being faithful to do all those little mundane tasks that we don't enjoy um, lead up to those moments of bigger purpose and bigger, let's say, spotlight moments. And those, I think, daily activities that you have to do. Um, what I find if I don't do them, if I'm really busy, and this week has been a good example for me, I've been busy like 12 hours a day. And so I'm like, whatever, I don't care what anybody eats. I don't care if the kitchen's cleaned up. I just need to get this, this, and this done. I need to live through mm -hmm. it. But yeah. three days in, everything's a disaster. And I'm like, I can't think straight anymore. So mm -hmm. in part, spending a half an hour cleaning up the kitchen, making mm -hmm. something healthy to eat, and or, or tidying up my desk, which right now is a big mess, um, it clears my mind and then mm -hmm. allows me to think more. So letting that stuff go you think it's going to give you the time that you need to succeed but mm -hmm. in a very short amount of time my brain feels like my house looks you know since we're talking That's about true. house house <laughs> duties yeah. it, it feels like that so then i can't think and i can't work so it's it's just uh it's i'm more productive when those things are are done and off my plate and it's the laundry true. is done and, and that kind of yeah. a thing so yeah, I think that's really important. And then it, um, it I mean, there's all sorts of things that getting those tasks do, um, does for us and benefits, lots of ways that it benefits mm -hmm. us just as human beings. Um, mm -hmm. But I do think for me, one of the big things is just it allows my mind to be clear. Absolutely. Yeah. And I found that there was a number of years living as a creative individual that I would eat on the run. I would eat fast food and just whatever was available because I was so focused on my purpose that I was just, let's say, eating poorly. And something began to shift. And I think this might also come with age where you realize your body is aging. But I began <clears throat> to realize how much more productive would I be if I took 
even 30 minutes to plan a healthier meal and to meal prep and then consume more nutritious food, would that give me more energy for my purpose? Would it give me a longer life for my purpose? And it began to change my mindset. It also shifted how I include movement into my day because if I'm exercising, then I'm I'm fueling the ability and more energy to have purpose. Whereas mm. I didn't see it that way for a long time. And I think that I was just kind of sabotaging my time by eating poorly or, you know, just not taking care of myself that way. And mm. so the all of these things that we don't really want to pay attention to, like staying organized and, and taking care of our health, they are important foundations to being the creative artist that we are. Yeah. And um, you and I have talked before about how we come from a wedding photography <clears throat> background, excuse me, where um, we we both had careers where we were out shooting weddings. And I, I remember thinking about that while you were, ta- you were talking. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like wedding shooting. It's so hard yeah. to be healthy. Eat healthy so when you're hard. doing that. And you, I would eat like just granola bars through the day and yeah. running running from here, one location to the next location. And Barely Ugh, taking care of yourself. But what's interesting is that usually the day before the wedding, when I was charging batteries and getting camera gear ready, I treated it like I was an athlete preparing. And I was so focused on I need to make sure I don't get sick. I need to make sure I get a good night's sleep. And I was so intent on taking care of myself. And then it kind of all would unravel on the day of the work. <laughs> but I look at that now and and take some of those same mindsets where just to live my life fulfilling my purpose and destiny to create, I want to approach it like an athlete where I say I need to train, I need to stay in shape. And I'm not, I'm talking metaphorically here. Mm -hmm. What are the things that we need to do to, to stay ready for a purpose? Yeah, I love that. I don't think I've really considered that or compared it to wedding photography until you started talking but Mm -hmm. I did the same thing the day before I would eat really good meals lots of protein salads you know vitamin Mm -hmm. c go to bed early and I'd get up and have a big breakfast whether I was hungry or not yes and then by the end of the day you just fall down where you're standing because (laughs) I haven't drank any water in 12 hours (laughs) I haven't used the bathroom in 12 hours I haven't sat down so I and I don't think I've ever really done that in it's so much easier because not being in your studio doesn't feel physically tasking so it's mm-hmm. easier to not prepare for it that way i find that that's really interesting i'm going to think about that a little bit more mm-hmm. it's except that in the world where where you and i are we're not only painting and creating in that realm but you and i work in such a way where where we create digitally even this podcast the bold artist podcast i even approach this as with the same mindset. So on a, a night before a podcast, I'm in bed early. You know, this morning I was, I have already done an interview this morning with a guest from Sweden. And I was in bed early last night and got up and had my vitamins and, you know, just the whole, the whole thing to make sure that I'm present. And you mentioned yeah. in the beginning of today of just being in the moment. And that's really important to me to get here early, to get, set up and be present so that my mind is in the right space and Mm -hmm. just 
you know, there is grace because I know that life isn't perfect. And sometimes unforeseen things happen and we're unable to control circumstances and things don't go right when we when we approach work or art or like the time we podcasted and I had forgotten we were on the schedule. <laughs> and that was the, I, I won't even mention which episode it was because, but if you go through all the episodes, you'll know because my hair was not done. <laughs> and uh, that kind of thing happens. And yet there's grace for that because life is real. Life happens. And and because and, you've trained and you've practiced, you can handle those once in a while, right? And actually, that is such a good point, Sharla, because because we are so intentional of, I guess, teaching ourselves how to approach um, that kind of mindset, then when things go askew, like I was able to pull myself into the podcast mindset pretty fast. I was like, oh, I... I forgot we're supposed to be on the air right now. And I really quick did something here. I put like a bobby pin there and I was like, <laughs> okay, and boom. And I was honestly, I was fully engaged in that podcast, even though it kind of ripped me out of a <laughs> another situation because I forgot. And that doesn't happen often. That's really unusual for me. And yet that's how life goes. Like life yeah. is is that way it can it be a roller coaster that's true you know what i find interesting is that we started the podcast talking with the intention of talking about how do you take your experiences outside the studio into your studio with purpose and my thought was talking about our, our time like on the beach or on vacation or at a family's event or whatever how do you build purpose in that and bring it into our art but instead, we talked about all these other, like, more the mundane tasks of, of life. So I'm thinking, like, this is very interesting because it's very telling in our lives, I think, of what we're focused on. We of haven't spent much thinking. time in family events and on beaches lately. We've been working and trying That's to keep so our kitchens clean. <laughs> well, let's not minimize the fact that... Um, these vacations that you had on your mind when we started the show are so important. And I, I don't mean a literal like book of vacation with a travel agent, but these even mini excursions out of the studio. Mm -hmm. I have gone on day hikes like Steve and I will will just take a drive and go on a day hike and explore. And I remember one from last summer where we saw some waterfalls I had never seen before. And I, as I stood near the falls and the mist was like just sprinkling on me and I was so fully overwhelmed by the magnitude of nature, I just, I wanted so bad in that moment to be creating, like give me anything to create with. Yeah, the, the point that I was thinking I wanted to really get across in, in this conversation is to not brush these experiences off, not feel guilty for not painting or or not think that cleaning your kitchen doesn't matter or you're mm -hmm. taking a, a really somewhat boring hunting class all week. Um, what is that time worth? What am I gonna do with that time? All of that is building you up. It's changing mm -hmm. you, it's growing you. You're, you're, just your mind is expanding and mm -hmm. it will, if you intentionally consider it, it will, come into your work and your message and and, and people will see it I think mm -hmm. there's ways for people to see it so mm -hmm. maybe we're going to have to have another a show where we talk about how how you take that from here to there yeah not just not just uh 
don't feel guilty over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. There is definitely an art to bringing our fullness of experience into our art form. And I do know that when I'm creating, I feel all of me being put into that piece. And mm-hmm. so I think that's what it is, is we let what's over here change us and mold us so that mm. when we're creating over here, it's not literal, it's not necessarily a, you know, obvious connection, but who we are in the heart is coming out. And so mm. we need to be open to new experiences and not being guilty to be away from the studio yeah. and being very intentional when we are in the studio uh, and and focused and treating it like, you know, an athlete getting ready for purpose. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So in closing, do you have any last remarks for us, Charla? No, I think I've I've covered it. I think the fact that I started talking about hunting is a good place for us to end the okay. podcast. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for joining us on the Bold Artist Podcast today, everyone. You can find us on the Bold School YouTube channel and on all audio apps you can search Bold Artist Podcast. We'd love for you to find us on Instagram at Bold Artist Podcast and tell us how you get inspiration outside the studio. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>